Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Are you ready to spend some money? Well, the retail industry sure hopes so, as many Black Friday sales are kicking off today. But are those deals worth it? Are they worth your time and investment? And how much is the retail industry really depending on these sales this year? Well, to break it all down for us now, we're joined by David Ian Gray. David is the founder and strategist at retail advisory firm Dig360. David, thanks for being back with us. Yeah, good to talk to you. I can't believe it's a year. <laughs> I know. Me neither. Me neither. So are you checking out any of these Black Friday sales? Yeah, I, I was you know, popping in on some things on the weekend and uh, keeping an eye out on online. Okay, so what are you seeing? Uh, I, I think compared to other years, uh, and there could be a couple of reasons for this, but the retail sector by and large has dialed back some of the pre-event uh, promotions, you know, in terms of mainstream media and uh, window fronts and things like that. It's really... Was really just this last weekend, sort of a little spike in uh, in promotional signage and things were, were sort of coming up, and I I think in in the past ten, some of that was happening as early as late October, early November, so I think there's a bit of a delay um, on that side of it, and pro- probably for a few good reasons. Okay, why? <laughs> good point. I guess they set <laughs> yeah. that up, didn't yeah, I? Exactly. Um, well, you know, on the one hand, I think we've got a uh, very challenging consumer environment this year. And so people have already uh, started to be careful about their spending, you know, in a way we really haven't seen in years. Uh, that that started in the summer. And so I think um, there's almost a, a self-realization amongst the retailers that, um, I don't want to say self-defeat, that, that wouldn't be quite right, but an understanding that there's only going to be so much spending that they're, that's going to come forth. Um, so I think they want to kind of match their investment in it. Uh, but the same token, just as con- households are watching budgets, the retailers are also very much watching budgets. And it costs a lot of money both to promote uh, Black Friday, you know, to cut through the noise we all see, and, uh, and also to... Um, be able to keep their margins up and not erode them too soon. And I'll throw I'll throw one more thing in that's different this year, which is there's a there's a heightened concern about the well being of staff that I haven't seen really in past years, and uh, and I think for that reason also there's uh, talking privately to some retailers they they want to kind of avoid the really spiky crazy door crashing slam days followed by uh, big drop-offs and they want to try and smooth it out, you know, smooth the sales out over time. That is so interesting because that's something we've never, I haven't heard that before. Have you? I started hearing about it um, the last couple of years. I think the pandemic started to, I, I think the thing in retail is you start developing a pattern of, of how to do things. I'm using air quotes and and then everyone kind of copies it and you, you, you don't think of anything new, but 
I think the reality is the pandemic taught that a lot of things can change up and still be good for the consumer and good for the business. And I, I, I think the, uh, the effort and exhaustion even of trying to match inventory and people and staff to very spiky highs and then have to manage when there's lulls that tend to follow. Um, that can still work if you're one of those retailers who makes their whole name and game around Black Friday and Boxing Day, you know, the, the big box guys. But for a lot of other retail, they're, they're in a game that just, it, there's a, a hidden cost to it. And I think they were, they've learned that they can uh, not necessarily play the game the same way as they had in the past. All right. So, David, it sounds like then that retailers are being just as careful about these Black Friday sales as the consumers are this year. Absolutely. Um, I, I think what you'll see, like most people now are on um, email lists, for example. Uh, your, your inboxes are probably getting bombarded daily. Oh, mine is, yes. Deals, right? And, but, there, but that kind of is a low-cost way. Once you're in their, the, the, the database, that's a low-cost way to proceed. But, you know, there's also the cost of advertising, which is, tends to be high. So, you know, budgets are getting cut there. We've heard, indeed, uh, the job board, uh, had a release uh, a couple of weeks ago saying that the uh, demand for seasonal hires for retail is down this year. So that's a bit of a signal as well, um, hmm. you know, that, that something shifted. Um, so would you now, say it's, I, it's more targeted? I, I, I just want to say, though, well, yeah. I just want to say, you know, I always feel awkward with this because you try and you, you make a blanket statement that this thing right. means one uniform answer for everything. And uh, just like, you know, with shoppers, there are shoppers who are doing quite well these days and have money to burn. There really are, but it's not the majority. And at the same time with retail, you know, there's some that are doing quite well uh, in this time and place. And uh, and then there's others who are struggling. So I just wanted to point out, you, you'll always find exceptions to what I'm saying. Right. But would you say then that it's more targeted this year? Because you're right about the email. So maybe is what retailers are looking for is going after the people that they know are their customers and rewarding them as opposed to using Black Friday as a way to grab more people if they're out there. Yeah, I, I think when times are good, you kind of throw everything up at the wall, see what sticks, and and um, you know, and it all tends to work out financially. I, I think in the tough times, you have to make you have to make some choices. Um, I don't. I, I think you know, you might argue it's rewarding the current customer. Um, I think in some ways, it's also the fact that it is kind of a cheaper path forward than than sort of the more mass advertising. Um, and obviously, and if you're an independent retailer, if you're smaller, it's really hard to cut through the noise. And so you, you almost have to rely on your, uh, you know, you're not going to get quite as much walk by traffic as people are heading to the big boxes. Right. And, uh, you have to rely on your, your, your email list uh, a lot more. Would you say there's not a lot of deep discounting going on this year? My suspicion is that that's been an area of real focus, that um, the financial health of, of smaller, large retail going into January, February, there's a real concern about not eroding uh, margins if demand is down. You know, volume is really high. You can have low margins and still have a pretty good business. But if 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 the assumption is demand is going to be a little lighter, then uh, there is a concern about that. And I think 
um, what I saw just in a, a walkthrough, there's some there's some numbers on the big sign saying, you know, up to 70% off, but you look at the fine print and it says selected items and you go in and there's a few, yeah. but I think where there's, where there's inventory that's built up and, and there's some nervousness about keeping that, uh, you know, I would, I was surprised to see some of the, uh, high end, uh, outerwear companies, you know, co- like, um, uh, moose knuckles, et cetera, at, uh, at sporting life, for example, they're already on at uh, uh, 25% or 30% off. And that, but that signals to me, that's unheard of for that kind of premium brand. So my thinking there is, for example, they've, they've got a glut of stock and, and they're a little bit panicked about moving it. Just an illustrative example. I'm not saying they're the right. only ones. But the, so that's the thing then. Consumers have to really look around for that kind of deal. Yeah, so we, we, you know, we've tracked, we, we've done sort of special research on Black Friday and holiday for years. And one thing that really was interesting, it plateaued maybe a decade ago and hasn't changed much, is about half of adult Canadian shoppers um, actually really don't take part browsing or buying Black Friday deals, nor Boxing Day, Boxing Week deals. Uh, you know, they just, in fact, they're averse to it. it, it the stores are too busy for them. And maybe online is too noisy. I think this year we might see an incremental bump simply because households are are budgeting in a way we haven't seen before. So they may hold, you know, they may not like it, but they may do it. But but of the remaining, uh, you know, the remaining shoppers, yeah, we're going to see some uh, some of that for sure, Simi. Uh, but not everybody. Right. Well, you know what, David, we're going to talk to you around Boxing Day, and we'll see what happened. But thanks so much for your time this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good day. That's David Ian Gray. David is the founder and strategist at the retail advisory firm Dig360. Talking about Black Friday sales, there are some of them out there. I am curious this morning about how closely you're following them. Like David saying there's a lot of caution out there. Are you one of those people who are cautiously looking at these deals like it has to be worth your while? Let me know. Simi at cknw.com.